97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. Well, here we are in January of 2022. A new year has dawned and all the possibilities of the year ahead are in front of us. So what better song to start the year with than the one that has sometimes been said to be the old Lang Syne of popular music. A song that pulls you in right from the title and tells you everything you really need to know about life as it passes by, year after year, within that brilliant title. Still Crazy After All These Years by Paul Simon. Simon wrote this song in late 1974 when he was undergoing a period of change in his life. Going through a divorce with his ex-wife, Peggy Harper, with whom he had a son, Harper, in 1972. He was in his mid-30s at the time, approaching the middle of his life, and he was about to put out his fourth solo album, living in his New York City, newly alone, and throwing himself into his music. He said that the title for the song came to him in that most fertile of idea labs, the shower. And with the line now in his head, he realized that he had to tell the story that it belonged to, something that at the time didn't make him very happy, because like most Paul Simon songs, it's not a love story or a love song, but an observation, an assessment of what he was going through at the time. And he struggled with it. He had the first few lines together, but then when he got to the bridge of the song, he said that he had a hard time making the right musical choice for where the song should go next. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. One of the most amazing moments that Paul Simon has ever shared with us is when he demonstrated this on the Dick Cavett Show in 1974, giving the TV viewing public what can only be called a kind of masterclass on how songwriting happens as he worked through what was then an unfinished version of Still Crazy After All These Years. On the show, in an interview with Cavett, He ran through the opening lines of the song and admitted to the audience that he was stuck when he got to the bridge. And he then did something that most performers would be afraid to do in public with an unreleased song. He talked and played through the various ideas that he had musically for where to take the song, trying different combinations of notes and modulations on his guitar. Cavett even at one point joked that he liked one of the combinations because it sounded kind of Hawaiian. It was a TV moment that gave his fans a real view into his process and a moment in which other songwriters could have even stolen some of what he was doing on TV while he was working out unreleased material. It showed that songwriting is hard, even for artists like Paul Simon, who had already been lauded as having written masterworks like Bridge Over Troubled Water, The Sound of Silence, and so many more before this point, both with Art Garfunkel and as a solo artist. Yet, there he was, 
sharing how the song was giving him trouble on national TV, saying that one of the things he wanted to achieve with it was to get all the notes of the chromatic scale in it and how that would be something different for a pop song, talking through how different changes in the song could make the listener have different reactions to the musical choices he makes, even though they may not really know why. How he at the time was being inspired by the legendary jazz bassist Chuck Israels, which had sparked a new interest in taking different avenues in the crafting of his own work. Now, this is all the kind of stuff that would have normally been way too nerdy, way too much inside baseball for a typical music fan watching the Dick Cavett show. But it only served to humanize this songwriter because he did it with his typical brand of humor. And more than that, it made people really want to hear the finished final version of the song. When he went to record it in the studio, he kept making those changes that he talked about on The Cavett Show. He flew the Muscle Shoals rhythm section into New York to record it and decided that the song didn't really, in his words, lay right on the guitar. So he transferred it over to the piano for recording in the capable hands of Barry Beckett, along with the rest of the rhythm section, David Hood on bass and Roger Hawkins on drums. Mike Brecker was called in to perform the saxophone solo on the song with woodwinds and string arrangements by Bob James. The result was decidedly different from the version he'd first picked through on the guitar on the Dick Cavett show. And the public finally got to hear the finished song when it became the title track to Simon's fourth solo album, released in October of 1975. That album went to number one also giving his fans classics like 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover and Gone at Last. But it was still crazy after all these years that not only became the title track for that album, but was placed as track number one on side one. And the lyrics start like this. I met my old lover on the street last night. She seemed so glad to see me, I just smiled. And we talked about some old times and we drank ourselves some beers. Still crazy after all these years. Those are the lines that came to Paul Simon while in the shower so many months before. A man who found himself out of a marriage, looking around at his own life and where he was heading at that time. The old lover in the song could have easily been about his ex-wife Peggy or his former girlfriend Kathy Chitty who was featured in his song America and was the inspiration for so many other songs, even appearing on the album cover for Simon's first solo album, The Paul Simon Songbook. Simon has only said of this that the words were personal to him in the way that all good songwriters take something real and exaggerate it to make a song. The lyrics had certainly come a long way from the moment they entered Simon's head while in the shower so many months before. And it continues. I'm not the kind of man who tends to socialize. I seem to lean on old, familiar ways. And I ain't no fool for love songs that whisper in my ears. Still crazy after all these years. An observation, not a love song. And in the next part, Simon sings about those middle-of-the-night thoughts that we have during those sleepless times when life is turning us around when we're working on finding footing for where we are, sitting alone in our own moonlit rooms. Four in the morning, crapped out, yawning, 
longing my life away. I'll never worry. Why should I? It's all going to fade. And the song ends with that classic Paul Simon spunk. There's a resignation to where his assessment of his life is at that time, complete with regrets and even anger. But he makes a statement, too, in so many words, saying that he's not the only one that's ever felt the way he's feeling at that moment. Now I sit by my window and I watch the cars. I fear I'll do some damage one fine day. But I would not be convicted by a jury of my peers. Still crazy after all these years. Paul Simon has said that he's not committed to the truth, just the truth in the song. When Still Crazy After All These Years was released, fans finally heard the truth in the final version. A story told of a man reckoning with certain endings, with an eye on the beginnings and what might lie ahead. Simon took home the Grammy for a Best Pop Vocal Performance for this song in 1975, and the album won Album of the Year. And Paul Simon made another pretty famous TV appearance performing this song. He had recently become both neighbors and friends with Lorne Michaels, creator of Saturday Night Live. And on the second episode of the show, about a week before the album came out, Simon debuted the song in a solo performance. The very next year, just before Thanksgiving, he famously returned to SNL to perform Still Crazy After All These Years a second time, now having won the Grammy Award. And this time he'd concocted the idea with Lorne to perform it wearing a turkey costume and walking off the set mid-performance, throwing a little bit of a fit about looking ridiculous. He has said that he wanted to do something like that to show people that he didn't really take himself too seriously. And it's become a classic moment in SNL's history and indeed in Simon's own history as well. Those fans watching the first incarnation of Still Crazy After All These Years on the Dick Cavett Show didn't know it. But Simon was laying bare his own perfectionist pursuit of musical excellence right there on TV. No less than Randy Newman has said that this song, with all the subtle changes in it and the feelings that they express, sometimes competing in tone lyrically with the musical composition of the song, show how hard Simon works on his songwriting. He is a master at his craft, giving back to music education in schools since the 70s. The son of a musician himself, who in the middle of his life, went back to school to get a PhD in linguistics. He's an artist who remains relevant even now in his eighth decade around the sun, still telling his stories. If not the truth, then the truth in the song. Still crazy after all these years. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on these podcast episodes. Subscribe on YouTube and watch the videos, or you can follow Behind the Song podcast on TikTok. On the way, a closer look at the lyrics of a song that you know well from the Breakfast Club movie soundtrack and more. Classic rock and roll.